Psychomedy is brought to you by ThreadUp, Manchester-based therapy that supports creativity. I'm Rafaela Nunes, the founder of ThreadUp and the counsellor supporting the creative community. Comedians and creatives in general can experience anxiety, depression, low moods, and this in turn can affect their creativity. One-to-one counselling can facilitate a safe space for creatives to explore any difficulties, to gain self-awareness, to develop strategies that work, and ultimately to create choices that are aligned with the natural creative flow. If you're in need of support, then please get in touch. Visit threadup.co.uk to book your counselling sessions at reduced rates when you quote Psychomedy. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. I've just got my niece has just come in to show me she's dressed as um, Kate Bush. It looks great. (laughs) Absolutely perfect. Well done. It's taken a while. Yeah, she's um, just become obsessed with Kate Bush and she's tried to dress up as Kate Bush from the uh, um, Wuthering Heights video. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So it, was, it, was, it was very confusing. Was it, was it a onesie? Was it a dress? Was it a skirt and a top? Was it two onesies? Is it a belt? Yeah. <laughs> Is that your influence? Are you a fan of Kate Bush? It's not my influence at all. I think no. it's uh, because my neighbour, uh, the neighbour where I am now, the neighbour is a fan of Kate Bush. I am also a fan of Kate Bush, but oh. I haven't tried to foist it on my niece. Uh, my neighbour did some kind of Kate Bush event in the garden and dressed up as Kate Bush. And I think uh, my niece has a crush on my neighbour. And, mm. uh, and and so wanted to copy how my neighbour looked and, and the clothes she was wearing. And then she realised it was Kate Bush. And so now she's been on YouTube looking at Kate Bush, uh, the Kate Bush video and mm. ransacking people's wardrobes to get it right. And then amazingly we were having a game of catch in the garden and i was told off uh for not throwing the ball that's not how kate bush throws the ball (laughs) who were you told off by my my niece Uh, (laughs) so i don't know if she's been she's if there's a video maybe it's the video there's a video of kate bush playing catch in one of her (laughs) Videos. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't paid attention very much to the videos of Kate Bush. Um, I think generally Kate Bush will be quite a difficult thing to spot that you'd gone to a fancy dress party as. Um, yes. yes that, um, I used to have some dealings with a lookalike agency and they had a Michael Douglas lookalike and they said it was a problem because it just looked like there was a, just a random old guy at the party. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I should just say, welcome back to uh, Comedy Daily Dose. This is Trevor Locke. Trevor is joining me on the 50th episode. 
bing bong and the first time ever we've had someone on for a second time trevor it's a pleasure to have you back on scraping the bottle of the barrel (laughs) (laughs) now we wanted to do this um in the daily dose episode after a couple of weeks to see where we are after a couple of weeks so i listened back on our conversation from a couple of weeks ago so it'd be interesting to see where you are and where everyone you mentioned there is so my first question is are your parents all right you mentioned they were in new zealand yeah they're they're all right they are all right they're in new zealand still in new zealand they turned down or or yeah i think that you could say that they turned down a repatriation flight Uh, they were offered a repatriation flight uh, exactly a week ago i think and they turned it down um because they're having so much fun in new zealand they're under oh. lockdown but they're in they my dad is a, a fanatic of the jowett car the jowett oh. car uh went uh, into production in 1906 i believe and uh the company went bust in 1954 in a place called idle just outside of bradford and uh they made a lot of cars between those sort of uh, 50 years and my father is a, a collector of those cars um, they were the car that you would buy if you couldn't afford to buy a car. <laughs> that was basically how they were, you know, that it was, it was, yeah. So <laughs> what do they, what do they, look, of, what do they look like? And I, I've well, they look like them. all sorts of different things. Um, so uh, um, they, the pre-war cars, the pre-war Jowett's look like, you know, pre-war cars you know gangster cars if you like you know th- those little little square boxes um and uh then after the war the, the famous one is the Jowett javelin and that looks a little bit sometimes <laughs> i think it looks a little bit like a lincoln or a vw beetle um you say famous and, is, is it famous the javelin i've never heard of it no it's not famous they're not famous no but 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 it's possible you might have uh uh no they're not famous there's no no one's ever heard of them. um <laughs> but he's in a car club for this particular car yeah the, the it's the oldest one make car club in the world it was founded in 1923 mm. and um yeah it's the it's the oldest one in the world and um it still goes strong wow. every uh every second um you know the, the bank holiday the last bank holiday of may that is when the national jowett rally is held in a different part of the country every year oh. and uh my dad always goes has it been called so uh we don't know we assume we don't know i think they're a little bit more pragmatic than the the fringe society i think they'll probably call it a little bit later um oh. it's supposed to be in um uh where is it supposed to be? somewhere near the river seven somewhere near near the welsh borders this year oh. um oh. anyway my father's gone to new zealand and 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 was going to go to australia for jowett car rallies in new zealand and australia those have been cancelled um but he's lucky enough to have been offered uh uh, space in 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 another jowett man's house so um (laughs) he's he's so he's spending his days in a garage (laughs) um with a, with, a, with a jowett man with a jowett man with a jowett man and some jowetts okay which is his favorite thing to do so he's very happy um yeah. i'm not sure my stepmom is as happy um but um yeah so that's that that's pretty good 
Excellent, excellent. Um, I'd like to spend my lockdown period with a giant man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the word. <laughs> I mean, I'd if you like Jared, it's great. Yes, yes. Mm. Right. Yes. So that's uh, that's good. You mentioned the the fringe there a bit more. You said a bit more pragmatic than the fringe. Did you think the fringe should have waited uh, a little bit? I don't know. I I, I mean, I I I, I uh, see the fringe as a an unnecessary. The fringe society is is, is sort of an unnecessary level of of uh, needless. Uh, I mean, that is what unnecessary means. They're just a layer of bureaucracy that is not required and um and maybe they've they've uh, sort of announced that with with it by announcing that the the fringe is cancelled for this year because i think um unless they have access to secret information that the government and no other organization has no one knows <laughs> what's going to happen in the future and uh-huh. uh, no one predicted uh, what would be happening this week and um you can't know what's going to happen in august so if things improve and things will improve uh, but if things improve by june um then some kind of festival will happen in edinburgh in august um and um maybe the fringe society uh, will be demonstrated to be uh, irrelevant because um it'll just happen anyway i mean you know they they take a lot of money and they don't necessarily do anything particularly uh. useful with that money yeah. So um, they have I think said it's a good they, thing. I was I was delighted yeah. that they announced it was cancelled. Mm. They have said they might help out. So immediately after they cancelled, they said, "Oh, if it goes ahead, we'll still be here to help out." So. Oh, of course, I I can imagine it was a <laughs> for free. I imagine. And yeah. I can imagine they realised how you know the the, the risk that they because you know they mm. they don't do enough to justify the fee that they charge to the 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 artists and so i think if if a festival went ahead and they weren't involved then it would be really difficult for them to justify their continued existence in future festivals because i think they probably were useful 25 years ago but now with mobile phones and internet um uh, really important things that they could provide they're just part of everyday life now so um what do they do that is real added value nothing oh. certainly not 400 pounds worth is it yeah that's interesting that is interesting i mean i've never really yes i've never really uh questioned it that's how com- complicit i am <laughs> with uh well you know yes. wherever else you go in the, when you know i do shows all around the place and you just need find someone to sell you some sell the tickets and yeah you know there's all sorts of people willing to do that on the internet for a, a modest commission mm. um it's certainly not the tune that the fringe uh asks you for and mm. then you know i, I mean I've, and i've actually done the festival without registering with the fringe and um it, it does work yeah 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 you know, if you're lucky enough to have a, a show that gets word of mouth it does work yeah yeah nice nice yeah so uh, talking about predictions you we talked a couple of weeks ago and we were kind of predicting what you might be up to for the last couple of weeks has any of that come true the main thing that you predicted was that you were going to become 
and a cardo delivery driver i haven't seen you deliver. <laughs> I, I haven't seen you deliver my shopping has that come to fruition no i'll tell you why because i think i've had i think i've had the virus i think oh. i have um a friend of mine is is certain that she's had it and oh. she told me the symptoms and and apart, I haven't. I, I didn't have a, a, a prolonged high fever, and I didn't have a prolonged, you know, persistent uh, dry cough. But um, she said she had a really weird taste in her mouth for ages. I've had that, um, and I've had the headaches. I've had the incredible fatigue. I've been uh, like when I've been walking, I've had to sort of stop walking because I've just been out of breath. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I've been I've been sort of sleeping actually, and I've had oh. you know headaches and sleepiness. So I haven't felt like going out and getting a job, yeah, yet. But uh, it's it's still on my list. This week I am going to make uh, inquiries because I'm better now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that that makes the interview trickier that you've been sleeping for the last two weeks. Have you had any interesting dreams, Trevor? Yeah, I have. Yeah, <laughs> anxiety yeah. dreams. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, dreams of incredible. I was witnessing awful violence, and then I had this. Uh, and then, and then I realised why, why I'm afraid of dying. Uh, I'm afraid of dying because I realised the world is so beautiful. I would miss it. Isn't that cute? That is cute. Um, yeah, that that came to me in a in a very violent dream. Actually, it was a very violent dream. People people were slicing each other's faces open, and. Uh, and I was about to die and I realised why I was frightened of dying. I wasn't, I wasn't frightened of death or dying. I was frightened because I was going to miss the beauty of the world. Oh, so, that, is, that is nice. Are you missing the beauty of the world then? A lot? Well, I have a lot of beauty around me. You know, I, I'm very lucky that my parents have a little garden out the back. So yeah. uh, I can see the sky um, and uh, I'm looking after my niece who's four and there's a lot of fun to be had there. Um, and, you know, when you can't see much, just going out to the shop. Well, I went to the shop, uh, to the supermarket, and it was an amazing, an amazing experience. You know, the the, oh. the weird queue where you've got <laughs> to you know, make sure that you're not too close to the one in front of you or too close to the one behind you. And the oh. excitement as you get closer and closer to the <laughs> sort of... You know, I used to queue up to go to nightclubs in the olden days, but this was really, you know, you, it was exciting. Also, I was knew I was going to be probably late picking up my niece if I didn't get in there quick. And I was late picking oh. up my niece, but they uh, they held on to her. They didn't just release her into the world. Um, but, yeah, it, it, walking around that supermarket, it, it just felt like it was quiet. I suppose it was because you're only they only allowed 50 people in and yep. everything just seemed more beautiful. And when you saw a packet of the thing you were looking for uh, it, it the colors were brighter so uh, I, I think it is a it's it's a time for uh, seeing the world with new eyes yeah uh, no, absolutely 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 have you coped quite men mentally uh, well with it then do you think the last couple of weeks I, I think i have because it's not so different you, you know I, i've gone for you know sometimes you don't get gigs uh, sometimes I, I easily go for, for a week without any gigs unfortunately uh, and then very often i don't leave the house and i'm quite happy with that um yeah and sometimes i only leave the house to go to a gig so uh, i think i probably cope with it more easily 
than others do. I do know uh, that actually because uh, you know, it's kind of it's been this. My life has been so socially busy the last week. People have been ringing me, skyping me. You know, people want to contact. I had a party on Zoom last night. I got drunk, absolutely pissed last night on Zoom <laughs> with with nice. with people from around the world doing something with someone, a friend of ours, his birthday in Rome, and wow. uh, and there was a few of us in London, a few of us in South America, all on this Zoom thing. And you know, it kind of worked. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I think I, I think I'm 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 coping all right. I know a lot of people who aren't. I think um, I think the divorce rate will spike when lockdown finishes. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah. But as you say, if you can take some positives and stay in touch with people around the world and do things that you haven't done like that then that's uh, that's great um yeah so it's great i've been, I've been uh, uh listening I'm, I'm practicing my spanish i'm listening to audio books in spanish um nice. it's yeah it's good I'm, I'm i am trying to do things that i wouldn't normally do which is quite good. nice nice so before we close, I've been looking at your Twitter. That's the only thing I've been doing to keep me um, yeah. well. Looking at your Twitter. So taking a few things from that, if I may, because you're being very interesting yeah. on Twitter, as always. Um, over and under reacting is something you've mentioned uh, a couple of times. Do you think we are over or under reacting at the moment to what's going on? Do you have any view on that? Well, it's. Um, I, I think... I think in this situation, it's going to be one or the other. I think it's impossible to react the exact right amount. Um, you know, almost perhaps always in all all situations in life. Maybe not, but certainly with a thing that's never happened before. If you react the exact right amount, it is through sheer luck. Okay, that's just the way it is. Um, so. And we can't tell, actually, who has reacted the right amount yet. We'll have to wait until the thing gets better when we come out of it. And then we'll look back and then we can work out who reacted the right amount, who reacted too little, who reacted too much. And there will be all of those. But we just don't know, really. We just don't know. Um, there is a danger uh, in underreacting and there is a, another danger in overreacting. And um you can't really blame people at the moment. You can't blame people for overreacting or underreacting because no one knows what the right amount is. <laughs> Good answer. All right. Second question from your Twitter. What, do you what think? have you learned? Um, oh, it's, it's tricky. I think you've summed it up in terms of we don't know. I think... The only overreactions that I've seen are, I guess, people getting unnecessarily angry. But again, I understand that, you know, angry out in the um, I think if we can all remain calm when we're in the supermarket, that would be nice rather than kind of being shouted at for being potentially too close to someone else. Um, but I can understand that. Um, yeah, people but if I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm shouted at for being too close to the conveyor belt by the by the um, cashier, I will think in the moment that's an overreaction. But afterwards, I'll think what a bloody good job you're doing dealing yeah. with all my groceries and everyone else's. So it's um, 
Yeah. Yes, yes. I think it's we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about ourselves during this, and we're gonna learn a lot about pandemics and how we react after this. But yeah, at the moment, yeah. it's probably too early to say. But that was yeah. the second one from your Twitter, which I thought was interesting. Have you learned anything about yourself over the last couple of weeks, apart from that you you love the world, but maybe you knew that before this uh, this happened? Uh, what have I What have I learned from from this? Uh... Um, about myself, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I've, uh, I've learnt that, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I got frightened actually a little bit, uh, and I didn't expect to, um, I, I, I was, I had to go out, uh, and, uh, you know, you, if, it depends what you've read or what you've seen, but, uh, you know, I, I was really extremely careful what i touched and uh i put a mask on and uh you know i tried really to be really careful and 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 being careful and trying to be careful it puts you in a sort of state of vigilance you know you're watching where your hands are you're you're trying to be aware of how many times you touch your face and you're trying to keep away from other people and uh, and I think that just that heightened level of of self vigilance um, maybe generates a little bit of buzzing background anxiety, and then that can build up and that can build up. So yeah, I, I, I think I've 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 noticed that I have uh, a little bit more latent anxiety, <laughs> ah, um, ah. the or, or the capacity to to sort of turn on the anxiety switch without really being aware of it until it's a little bit too late um mm. so yeah i thought i was sort of one of these yeah cool ones that was, wasn't really going to worry about it and uh yeah it's, it's crept up on me i just think it's inevitable i think yeah absolutely yeah and it's uh oh it's affecting people in different ways friends of mine haven't left the house since this started so yeah um but now you feel that you've had it do you think you'll be less careful now you are potentially immune well, again, I'm not sure, you know, we don't know. We don't know that I, if, so imagine I have had it and, and, I, uh. and if we get these tests and I, and I test positive, I'd still think it's too early to be absolutely certain that um, once you've had it, you're not going to get a different strain or uh. you're not going to get it again. Um, uh. So at the minute, you know, I've had something. Um, was it it? And if it was it, can I not get another strain or get it again? So, um, you know, yeah. Uh. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, here is my final question to you. Yeah. Uh, I ha- I hate it when people say, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen in the next couple of weeks? So I'm going to ask the question that I hate being asked to you. Uh, so can we can maybe, if you'll allow us, if this, oh, God willing, it doesn't go on for another three or four weeks, but I think it probably will do. Um, any predictions for the next couple of weeks? The Queen will have talked to us last night. This is going out tomorrow morning. So any predictions for that or any predictions for how anything that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, either to you or to the country or to the world? Anything at all. And we'll look back at it in two weeks and for no reason at all go, oh, you were right. OK, well, here's, here's my prediction. I think uh, 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 Donald Trump will grow a third eye. Um, I think it will start off as a sort of pimple. He'll think it's just a pimple. But very quickly, in a matter of days, 
his his the chakra between the eyes will will have just opened up and there'll be literally a third eye there and i don't know what it's going to mean i don't know uh, but i think that's going to happen and i think that'll upset a lot of uh um democrats i think it'll surprise a lot of republicans um i think everybody will be surprised but i won't be obviously um that's my main prediction uh the other thing i think people will start to go fucking mental um <laughs> from I, th- I just don't think people can handle lockdown okay mm. um so uh whether that's relaxed or, or or not we're going to start to see people <laughs> not being able to handle it luckily the weather looks to be good i think that makes a difference because when you do go out for a little bit of hour of exercise you can probably mm. do it the weather was worse and and it, uh, but i think we're going to see people having a little bit of a meltdown from the lockdown i think that i think obviously the the virus itself will will probably follow the trajectory that we're now expecting it'll it'll get worse it'll it'll peak and Uh then hopefully hopefully um get get better but i think the thing the next thing to notice is the effect of lockdown and i think that's that's also yet to peak Mm. I think people going mental may actually be related to if this weather carries on. I think they might go more crazy if this carries on counterintuitively because they'll want to because we'll probably be banned. Possibly. From going to the par- yeah, parks, then they'll, absolutely. You know, yeah. But yes. Mm. All right. Well, there's two predictions. Third eye and uh, going mental. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. will we will look back at that <laughs> in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, Trevor, thank you so much for joining me on this 50th episode of Psychology. You're wonderful. Thank you. Well, stay well. You too, man. And uh, lots of love. Thank you very much for joining me today. Superb. The brilliant Trevor Lockmare. What a wonderful way to mark our 50th episode. Thank you so much to everyone for supporting the show. For the thousands of downloads, we've got maybe twice the number of downloads with these daily shows that we would have in a normal week. So thank you. We've had 25,000 Facebook follows now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the comments, all the times you retweet from the bottom of my heart. It's really so much appreciated by myself and the producers, Pop People Productions. Thank you. So yes, as I said in yesterday's show, please get in touch with threadup.co.uk if you would like the uh, check-ins that they're now offering, the free check-ins that they're offering. If you need anyone to talk to at this time, please go to Twitter at threadup underscore if you'd like details of when those check-ins will be and to register your interest for those. Please get in touch with them if you need someone to talk to. So that is our show for today, our 50th show. My goodness, thank you to everyone on the main show, to Matt Richardson, Callie Beaton, Eric Lampere, Shazia Mirza, Patrick Monaghan, Luke Kempner, Kate Barron, Mark Cram, Anna Pal, Trevor Locke, Francis Boole, Sarah Barron, Ari Eldian, Alexis Duba, Stephen Bailey, Marcus Brigstock, Elf, Lyons, Jakey App, Laurel X, Richard Gad, Joe Coffey, Dan Topolsky, Gronje Maguire, Nick Helm, David Mills, Andrew Doyle, Sadie Azmat and Mark Dolan. They're all the main shows. And all the daily shows. We've had 18 daily shows now. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was our show for today. Join us again tomorrow for more Psychomedy. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Thank you to him 
He does the theme music as well. Check out psychomedy.co.uk or at psychomedypod. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Lots of love. You can support the show at patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy or ko-fi.com slash Nathan Cassidy. Thank you. More than anything else, hope you're all right. Stay healthy, stay positive. Tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod people.